13. Day 13. Congratulations. You've already made it through two weeks. Wow. And yeah. And we're getting ready to close out the book of Genesis today, right? So that's what we meant about flyover. Mm. So in less than two weeks, you've read through one of the longer books in your Bible. So this is the pace, right? You can start to settle into the pace that we're going to be at. Yep. So Genesis 49 and 50, the very last two chapters. Um, Last time we talked about, you know, just how Joseph um, brought his sons to his father, Jacob, and Jacob blessed his grandkids, essentially. And now we have here in 49, Jacob blessing his children, all 12 of his children. And particularly, man, I want to focus, I mean, time and space don't permit us to go through every child and talk about, you know, what he says and what that means. But Particularly, I think the text is trying to show us that he spends the most time on his son, Judah, right? Yeah. And mm. Judah is the son whom, you know, David would come through and Jesus will ultimately come through. Right, so when we right. look at the text, like Judah um, is the one, um, the seed of Genesis 3.15, right? Right. Um, that the Bible has been talking about up until this point would descend from. And so he says in 49.8, you know, Judah, your brothers will praise you now. If we think about that, Judah means comes from the word to praise. Right. right. So it's a play on words here. And he's like Judah, the one who um, wh- whose name means to praise. Your brothers will praise you. Right. Your hand will be on the necks of your enemies. That's the crushing of the serpent. Your father's sons will bow down to you. Right. And so even here, it's like, no, no, Israel, all of Israel is ultimately going to bow down to Jesus. Right. Right. <laughs> right? And yeah. so all of these prophecies, we can go over and over. Judah is a young lion. We see that in Revelation. Right the lion of the tribe of Judah, that is Jesus, right? Mm. Over and over again. Um, and so this text is just trying to show us, man, like this blessing that that Jacob is speaking to his son. And this was common in scripture. We'll see this with Joshua, with David, with Moses, like they'll always speak to the next generation about mm. carrying those promises and blessings into the next generation. Right. We see that Jacob has this faith, right? Yeah. For him to even speak of the Messiah, and maybe he didn't see it fully, right? But for him to be able to say this and for it to come true in Christ, us to see it on the back end, we see faith even uh-huh. in the eyes of, yeah, Jacob here, right? At the end uh, of the dope. text, yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, like at the end of Genesis 50, right? Um, you know, we see that Jacob dies. He says, yo, bury me, you know, with my fathers, right? Um, and then Jacob dies, they bury their father. And then Joseph, right, he has the chance to still get back at his, he still can get back at his brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yo, and his brothers are scared of it, right? Yeah. So they even start to scheme and plot and they make up this lie like, yo, dad's died. Uh, but dad said that even mm-hmm. when he's gone, like, yeah. please don't be mad at us, right? And yeah, yeah. scheming. Yeah. And then, but, the, but Joseph, the beautiful thing is like Joseph shows kindness. Right. right. The Bible says he shows kindness to his brothers. And he famously retorts the favorite. Yeah. The main verse of this book that kind of sums up the whole of this book. Right. What, you know, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's the beauty of the God we serve. Like he is able because he's in control, because he's powerful, because he's the God of heaven and earth. He is able to take the evil things that happen in this world. Right. And ultimately turn them for good. Right, right, yeah. And so what happened to Joseph was evil. Right. But God used it for a greater purpose. Right. Yeah, yeah. And not just able, but willing, right? So mm. God is willing and able. 
That's what he does, right? So if you're looking for a theme verse for this whole book, right? What is Genesis about at the outset of the Bible? What's the point that's, uh, 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 what's the point that Moses is trying to get across in writing this book? Genesis 50 verse 20 is the theme verse. What you intended for evil, God did for good, right? God's plans cannot be thwarted. They can't be impeded. They can't be stopped. Even by death, God's going to continue to do his work. Satan's original attempt to make God look like a villain have Mm. only served to show us the depths of God's love towards his children and his unfailing, unwavering commitment, right? Satan, Satan tried to throw up like uh, black paint on the canvas of what God was trying to do in the world. And God throws these diamonds up on the black paint mm, and good. says, yo, now you can see the, the, uh, yeah, the beauty of my mm. glory better. And that's what God does, right? And it's important that we start off our journey here so that through every twist and turn, every frustration yeah. that we see in the text, we can be reminded that God's going to use it to bring about good so that now as we stop uh, reading the pages of scripture and start experiencing the pages of our life, we can have that same confidence that everything Satan means for evil, God will ultimately uh, turn it out for good for the people, uh, for his people, for his children, for his world. Bro, so I think that it's crazy that the theme of the book is not just that, um, you know, God brings uh, good out of evil. Right. But we have to place our faith in that. Right. Yeah. So it's it's like, yo, like at the cross is where we ultimately see God bring good out of evil. I remember someone said, like, um, the cross is proof that God can bring the best thing in the world out of the worst thing in the world. That's it. And so and so. Our faith, right? We're saved by like faith in the work of Jesus, right, what Jesus right. has done. And then Joseph here demonstrates faith at the end of the book, right? Right. Because Hebrews will say, yo, at the end of this text, Joseph is like, yo, all right, God's going to fulfill his promise. I'm going to die, but make sure y'all take my bones. Right. Right. Yeah. And so Hebrews will come and say, yo, by faith, yeah. Joseph, as he was nearing the end of his life, mentioned right. the Exodus. Mm. of the Israelites and gave instructions concerning his bones. Why? Because he knew that God was going to fulfill his promise, even though that the Exodus was, 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 was um, this promise that his people would be in bondage. He knew that God was for his promise and bringing them into the land. Right. right? And yeah. us too must have this faith that God can bring good out of evil and that he will ultimately at the end of days. Um, and that he's like, no, 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 I'm going to be with my people forever in the yep. afterlife with yeah. God, with Yahweh. And so, yes, like our faith, right, all throughout this book, faith in what God can do and will do and has done in the work of Jesus and in our own lives. So, yeah, like, man, this this text, like Christ and Joseph, the connections that come at the end here are just like what sums the book up and puts a bow on it, bro. Amen. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so rich. And y'all just gone through the whole thing in two weeks. Right? First book. So, yeah. First book's down. So. Uh, y'all have a great day. Uh, uh, one of the things that we are going to do as well, send in your questions and we'll set up a time to just yeah talk through the book as a whole, probably sometime this weekend. So yeah, y'all yeah, have a great day. Bye. Peace.